Well, guys, welcome back to Behind the Mic, episode 12. Um, this episode, my formative years, just kind of details um, my life and kind of some of my memories up until the age of about eight slash nine slash ten. I'm not exactly sure when what age I was when the memories happened. But um, so, yeah, that's basically half of it. Without further ado, anyway, guys, enjoy. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Maradona just walked away from Hoddle then. Maradona, At the age of 20, I went to London and I won the Mr. Universe contest as the youngest Mr. Universe ever. And it was because I had a goal. Let me tell you this, the older you do get, the more rules are going to try to get you to follow. <laughs> you just got to keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. You know, when I go to sleep at night, I'm not just a guy going to sleep. I'm two-time Golden Globe winner Jim Carrey going to get some well-needed shut-eye. And when I dream, I don't just dream any old dream. No, sir. I dream about being three-time Golden Globe winning actor Jim Carrey. Warning, you got you some more yet. Oh, 21, yeah, get it again. Come on, we want to see it. Good, 22. Who's going to carry the boats and the logs? A man is supposed to take care of his family because it's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. This is the calm before the storm, before the surge. And when it comes, and it will come, never will so many ask so much of so few. Hello, and welcome back to Behind the Mic with David Cotter, and that is me. Um, so this podcast I've kind of been um, on about doing it for a while I suppose is the the, the formative years podcast that I kind of wanted to let people um, I suppose just talk about what it was like for me growing up and what I was like as a child well what I think I was like people and that's probably the interesting bit about it is that people will be able to figure out whether or not that's their idea of me as well um so I suppose I'm going to just look back on what it was like for me growing up, um, kind of memories I had, and uh, maybe people can remember some of them, maybe they can't, um, and maybe some people will find it funny, maybe they won't. Um, so yeah, so 26 to the second, 97, I was born, it makes me 25 years old, um, very quick birth by all accounts, I was born in the Arnville in Cork, um, I think, by all accounts, I was uh, my mother was dropped up to the maternity ward. My father went back out to the car to get a bag or something, and he stopped at the time he was a smoker. He stopped at the door for a cigarette before he went back in, 
and he was heading back in, I think, and he was told to come up to the labour ward straight away that my mother was giving birth, and I think without without um, a moment's hesitation, I was out. I wanted to come back, come into this world, and um, now I don't think that's very indicative of, of the way I've lived my life. I'm quite a slow mo- mover, um, but I was a very quick birth, I believe. Um, so what I was like as a baby, I had very blonde hair. You wouldn't think it now, being the little bald head I have. Um, very bald or blonde hair, even. So I was a blonde-haired baby. I was told I was quite cute. Now, when I look back on pictures, I don't see anything cute about me. Maybe that's just my stone-cold heart, but I didn't see anything cute about me. Fat, fat little kid. Um which kind of set the precedent for my whole life. I was a bit of a yo-yo dieter up until the age of about 15. Um, I tended to to vary in weight quite often. I mean, I've, I'd say I was quite chubby as a baby. Then I was maybe from about 5 to about 10. I was quite thin. And then from about then on, I remember maybe from my confirmation until about second or third year in school, I was quite fat and then I, and then I shot up like I was I'd say probably like a, I don't know whatever five six five seven five eight but then I shot up beyond six foot in a matter of a couple of months and I lost a pile of weight then when I was in secondary secondary school but I don't think I lost it I kind of just shot up more um so yeah when I was a child then really bland bland hair I was told that we went to San Francisco once when I was a child um I'd say maybe I was about two so I might have been in 99 or so and um apparently the the san franciscan people were um in awe of my blonde hair apparently it's um not very common in america to see babies with blonde hair i'm not sure how true that is maybe that's just my mother telling me um that i was once cute and not so much anymore but apparently the that I, uh, every well I'm sure it's a bit of an exaggeration, but there was people that used to look into the pram and say I was such a cute child. Um, again, when I see the pictures back, I just see a fat little lump inside in, inside in a baby chair or whatever. Um, then I suppose as I was growing up, I got thinner. I always remember my childhood as being quite, very happy. Actually, I had good fun. We spent a lot of time in my grandmother's. My mother worked in Manalik and Dunmanway um, until that closed down. My father worked in a quarry in Clamichael. Um Naturally enough, my mother my mother used to take us to Dunmanway and my grandmother used to mind us for the first couple of years while she worked in Manalik. Um, so I kind of grew up with my cousins um, and my older brother mostly for the first couple of years because... I'm the third oldest on my mother's side out of our, our, all our cousins. So my cousin um, Helen, Killian and Decky, my brother, we kind of all grew up together and we grew up in Castle Street, I suppose, for the most part. Now we spent a lot of time at home as well during the summers when we got a bit older. But um, we spent a lot of time in our grandmother's house. And I remember, um, I suppose, one kind of memory I have in one of my earliest memories with my grandmother was she had a gold T-bar necklace and... I remember absolutely loving this necklace. It was, and I remember being very young and actually sucking on the necklace and I was still obsessed. And I remember I said it, I I would kind I still said it to her years later when I grew up, like, you know, she was still wearing the same necklace that I was, I used to be mad about when I was younger that I used to be sucking. And I remember mentioning it to her and she, she obviously remembered that I was mad about it. Um, 
but yeah that's kind of one of my my earliest memories of my granny's house um my nana's house was sucking on that t-bar necklace other ones then would have been just playing out the back of my grandmother's house there was a lot of grass area and um i suppose then that's kind of where um when i went to school then in junior infants i kind of met some of the kids that also lived in um up castle street there was um a couple of the lads podge crowley mark mccarthy evan toomey they all had either cousins or nanas or podge and mark lived up castle street evan's granny lived up castle street so that's kind of where i met them and we kind of started playing out there but in regards to my um my family or my cousins playing with my cousins i always remember we used to running races and things like that and i i remember that um really for years like when we used to do running races helen used because killian was uh killian's about a year and a half two years younger than me maybe and he was always the slowest running and i don't think he's uh that has changed at all but um i wasn't too quick myself and i remember anytime we were running helen used to always say i'm running for killian i'm running for killian so killian would never lose but i used to be so angry at my my brother decky that he'd never run for me and that i'd always come last i remember that specifically um but definitely out the back of my grandmother's place is probably the place where where i probably have most of my kind of early childhood memories and even up until about six sixth class i suppose in school when we used to finish at 20 to 3 we'd go up there and we'd be out playing in the evening until our parents collected us um and we had to go home and that was kind of it monday to friday really um you know and then during the summer you'd be there all day which was very good fun she's nothing but fond memories there and then and then my aunties kind of ended up babysitting me and then obviously my mother finished working and she 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 looked after us there or whatever um in school then i went to when i when i was a young fellow we went to a, a, a play school called um scooby-doo school or well i don't know if it was i don't know what the name of it is no but it had a fucking scooby-doo on it i don't know if it was called scooby-doo um and uh, I, I remember actually at the time, I don't have too many memories of the school. I just remember the lane being so long or well, I thought it was so long at the time. And it really wasn't like when you drive back it now, it can't be much more than 20 meters from the gate to the school. But my my memory from Scooby-Doo school is obviously doing the arts and crafts, but it was one day um, my my friend and cousin Owen um he i don't know if it was someone's birthday or something but we had crisps in school and i remember like i obviously had tried potatoes cheese and onion and potato salt and vinegar but he offered me this potato smoky bacon crisp and i remember him telling me how nice it was and i tried the crisp and it was absolutely disgusting and to this day i still don't like smoky bacon crisps but it was one of those kind of memories for some reason it stuck out in my mind i don't know if it was because there was a birthday party in school or what or was it because of the fact that i don't like smoky bacon but it really stood out to me um stood out to me at that time that i just remember the smoky bacon crisps and it's every time i see a tato or smoky bacon crisp i nearly always think back to it it's quite funny then i went to junior school and i suppose my kind of one of my memories of that or even before junior school would have been um getting ready in the mornings to go to school you know putting on the uniform the yellow tie the navy jumper the white polo shirt and you're putting well my father used to dress me in the morning i remember that and he'd i remember actually he he used to eat i don't know if he i presume he used to eat it every day but i specifically remember loving his breakfast because he used to heat up 
his milk in the microwave and he'd put cornflakes into the milk and obviously with a bit of sugar and it was absolutely delicious because it would go really sloppy and sludgy and I loved it at the time um I haven't had it in a couple of years now so I can't remember if I really liked it or not the last time I ate it um but I'd still eat actually warm rice krispies is delicious I still eat it I'd microwave the fucking milk for rice krispies and put a bit of sugar in it and if if I was kind of wanted something in the evening i'd still have that very odd time and it's absolutely delicious um warm weedabix in the morning always but anyway back to that story yeah so one of my first memories of going to junior school would have been my father dressing me in the morning and eating his cornflakes and thinking it was delicious but even onto that with my father's food i had a fierce liking for my father's way of eating to this day he still puts everything in fucking vinegar and it's absolutely dis- it's revolting now the amount of vinegar he puts on things but at the time i used to love it like he used to put vinegar on his potatoes and everything like that and i used to fucking love it at the time and um eating salt vinegar crisps he loved salt vinegar crisps still does and i used to love them as well now i'm not so much a big fan of them anymore i still like a salt vinegar crisp every now and then but certainly not to the extent that he does but that's definitely one of the big things i remember with my father going when i was going to junior school was the fact that um he used he used to eat the fucking warm cornflakes in the morning while he was dressing me and i used to eat them with him um then we would go to my grandmother's house before school and then and then we'd go to school i don't really remember too much of starting school i don't remember like nothing sticks out in my my mind as the first day of school or anything like that but i do remember when i was in um it must have been junior infants or senior infants and um i remember Sean Daly he was um I don't think he was in my class because I didn't really know him but I kind of knew him from being out in the yard um and we were in this we were in the same year but we weren't in the same class um because obviously there was a couple of um, or there was too many students but I remember thinking that he was the toughest kid I'd ever seen because Sean used fall playing soccer and like obviously I picked up on the fact that he used fall quite a bit but he he used never cry and I remember kind of having a conversation. I can't remember it word for word. Just asking him like how how the hell he falls and doesn't cry. Like obviously I don't remember being too much of a baby when I was when I was a child. Like I don't remember crying too much or anything like that. But obviously I was astounded that this fella could fall and uh, he, he'd not cry. And I, I remember specifically him falling on his knees in front of me. Just to show me like that he wouldn't cry when he fell. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. I thought he was so cool. And um I actually remember going to one of his birthday parties. I'd say I mustn't have been much more than seven or eight. And I remember wearing this kind of t-shirt that a white t-shirt with a kickflip. And I don't know, was it bought for me on holidays or was it just, but it was one of these things, you know, when you're going to someone's party and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But like, I'd say if you saw it now, it would be absolutely rotten, but it was a, it was like a skater kid and, and it said kickflip on it. And I thought it was the coolest thing, but I just remember that going to one of Sean's parties. It was kickflip and I thought it was very cool um so then junior school um oh yeah we had um another another memory i had from junior school was we used to often kick the ball up on the up on the roof of the junior school and the teacher would have to go in and uh, get the ladder and go up on the roof and i remember obviously i was i obviously didn't have great aim and i used to kick the ball up or else i used to bring a ball to school and it used to go up on the the roof all the time and i remember all the time after the teacher was would go up on the roof and get get the ball for me that I used to give the teacher a hug. I'm not going to name the teacher because I'm sure she doesn't want to be named. But um, 
I still meet her to this day and she always brings it up to me that I used to always give her a hug after she gave me the ball. Um, but yeah, that was kind of another big thing that I remembered from school was, I don't think, like, I can't imagine that I was the most lovable child. Um, but obviously I was at one point in my life, I was quite lovable. Um, so yeah, they, they were kind of my... Um, they they were kind of my main memories, I suppose, from being kind of very, very young and in junior school. Um, and uh, I remember then, I suppose around that time, I, I remember getting um, kidney infections quite a bit. I'd say I was probably about six or seven, maybe when I was going into, I suppose I would have been going into second class, six, seven, eight, maybe. And I was getting, yeah, must have been seven or eight because my younger brother Ryan is five years younger than me. And, um, oh yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, I have five siblings, um, two younger sisters, a younger brother and an older brother. But my younger brother Ryan, he, um, he was, he's five years younger than me. Um, but I remember when I was about seven or eight, I started getting kidney infections flat out. And for anyone that doesn't know kidney infection, like they're fucking seriously painful. Um, especially when you're a younger child, like, you know, piercing i'm not even going to go into it but like when you're taking a slash like it's absolutely painful like and um i used to get them on and off like and i know they're more common for girls but i used to get them quite often um and i remember eventually i suppose the antibiotics weren't working too well and i would have to i think i went to like a specialist um and i remember my younger brother being with me and the doctor took me i don't know he was probably checking out my man parts at the time and I remember my brother just walking around or like just seeing what the doctor was doing. And I remember him just shouting out to the doctor like, um, doctor, stay away from David's willy wally. And um, like, I don't know if I took too much notice of it at the time, but I just I just know like from when we talk about it now, like it was just something that really stuck out in my mind. Like and my mother was mortified because she was with me as well. Um, and like Ryan was very like that. He was he still is kind of like that he's kind of quirky like that and um he was sick himself one time and he was in hospital and he was telling the doctors that his favorite game was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and this was only when he was about five or six like himself and you know I remember getting Grand Theft Auto San Andreas for myself I was probably about five no I was probably about 10 at the time I'd say and like this was a massive game at the time but it was obviously rated 18s and my mother was after buying it or I can't remember if I got it for christmas as a present or if i got her off santa and um yeah and ryan ended up playing it loads and the fucker used to love going in for lap dances into the into the um what are they called the old fucking gentlemen's clubs he used to be always going in for lap dancing and watching the naked ladies um so yeah ryan ryan was quite quirky like that um and um so then I suppose other things that were big for me in my childhood, I remember like I was a massive Arsenal fan, but I, I wasn't always an Arsenal fan. I remember being very young and my um, my grandmother was going to to Liverpool, was it Liverpool or London? And she asked me what I wanted and I remember saying a Liverpool jersey. And I remember, so the first jersey I ever got was the white Liverpool one with the green Carlsberg on the front. Um, I'm not sure what season that was. Um, but... I ended up following Arsenal because my uncle was an Arsenal supporter and he kind of got me into it. Um, my father wasn't a big sports person. He likes his Formula One or whatever and super bikes. 
Um, my brother Decky doesn't really. He does his bit of running and swimming or whatever. He but he's not really. He wouldn't watch many sports. I don't think. Um, but I I was the first kind of one that followed soccer like, and for my sins I still follow it like, and I'm very big into it still. I'd fucking have to watch most matches on TV if I get the chance. I'd be working at the weekend a lot of the time, but if I get the chance to watch them, I love sitting down and watching them. But um, yeah, so I remember I was um massive Arsenal fan and I remember the first Arsenal jersey I got then was um Cotter number 14 on the 0304 Arsenal jersey the red one um and that was unreal to me like I'd Cotter number 14 because my favorite player was Henry and of course he was number 14 and I remember as I was kind of getting older but I'd have to get each jersey you know the two or three jerseys each season that Arsenal would bring out I was getting because I was so obsessed with them. And I remember at the time thinking. And I remember even talking to my mother about the Arsenal um, jerseys. You know I was always on about. Oh I'm going to get all these framed. And put them in my house when I'm older. Sure it would look fucking funny enough. Like seeing all these small jerseys just framed. Like, But then there was the season that Arsenal left Highbury. I think it was. It was either 05 or 06 or 06 or 07. I can't remember which. Um, and there was the wine jersey they brought out and it was a really cool jersey like and I got Henri number 14 on the back Henri like this was the best jersey I ever got I'd say because it was it was just massive like leaving Highbury or whatever and I'd say within about two weeks of having the jersey I think I got it off Santa again within about two or three weeks of having the jersey didn't my mother put it in the wash and the dryer I suppose actually and the the number part of the jersey got stuck on the back got stuck on the door of the dryer or something like that and she obviously never noticed it and it melted all the number four or the the letter four or the number 14 um god that was devastating like you know when you're when you're that mad about it i like to to put into perspective like i'd say i was probably arsenal were in the first their first champions league final in 06 against barcelona like and it was played in paris and I was watching that match. Oh my God, it was unbelievable. And I remember them losing and I was bawling, crying at the end. I absolutely was devastated. Like, um, and sure they were winning for the best part of 80 minutes, like with 10 men. And I was absolutely devastated. Oh, what a, what a cruel blow. But anyway, yeah, so that was kind of my interest then. And I suppose the other thing, like I, I would have played football and hurling growing up, was never massively interested. I played with Kilmichael, but I was never massively interested in them. Um, no, I liked them. I liked all ball sports, but I was never really good at them or really interested in them. And I was quite a lazy bastard. I didn't really like, you know, even like any time I'd go playing football or soccer or hurling, like in the matches. Like I remember my father used to say to me, he'd be like, you'd be a grand player if you'd actually run um and that was very true like i rarely ran because i was probably un- quite unfit like as well um but yeah i wasn't a big i wasn't um i wasn't a big runner we'll say and that kind of leads me into the fact that i got into the cork city sports one time like which is the holy grail of sporting achievements and i don't know how the fuck i did it because i was slow lads when i tell you i was a slow runner i was slow um and I only got into it because Podge Crowley was sick on the day. Podge Crowley was supposed to be going to the Cork City Sports, but Podge was sick on the day of, or the week of the Cork City Sports. And because my birthday was 97 and the rest of my class was 96, I wasn't, when I was in second class, I wasn't against the fastest kids in my class. Um, So I was, there was only about five or six of us, I'd say, after, or that was born in 97. 
so when um when Podge's mother to- told the teacher like that we that he wasn't going to make it make it to the Cork City Sports that meant that they had to do like a, a runoff or a, a trial for the next person to go to the Cork City Sports I think Mark McCarthy was going to the Cork City Sports and it was me against Rian Hayden and I remember I don't know how I did it but I beat, I beat Rian anyway in the fucking um, the runoff I suppose you'd call it um, and I went to the Cork City Sports I don't know how like because I was genuinely a very very slow runner um, but it was one of the proudest moments of my life up until then I got to go to the Cork City Sports and what an achievement it was to get there it was unreal um, and I remember going up that morning in the bus it was like a mini bus but the, the it was the first time I'd ever seen a man smoke a cigar was going to the Cork City Sports the the teacher um, or the the bus driver was smoking a cigar and I remember just seeing it I was like Jesus Christ that's the thing I've seen in movies like um, and that was quite funny that was another kind of thing that stood out for me um, in my in, in my childhood um, and then I suppose as I was growing up then as I was kind of coming about these ages I remember specifically like my biggest memory of my mother funnily enough and myself and the mother are good old friends in fairness to us but my biggest memory of her when we were younger um apart from her shouting all the time was her being pregnant like because obviously I have three younger siblings and they're the, the next one after me Ryan is five years younger than me so I can kind of remember him being born but I can remember Carrie and Katie being born fairly well like but my memory was like how sick my mother used to get when she was pregnant and she would spend like a couple of minutes in the morning nearly I suppose about quarter of an hour half an hour like fucking emptying the gut in the morning like she'd be getting sick flat out like but I remember her like that myself and the brother Decky we'd have to um we would have to, to give her the um the tissue paper to wipe her mouth when she was getting sick and stuff like that so that was kind of my memory of my my mother was um I suppose because I was about five, I was about five when Ryan was born, and your memory kind of starts to get good around that age. Well, it did for me anyway, and you know, then for the next couple of years, I suppose, Mam was, Katie was born when I was ten. I suppose Carrie was. I'm not sure what age I was when Carrie was born, but I presume around seven. I'd say she's, yeah. So around that, so it was about five, seven, and ten. Like, and so the next five years, so from about five to ten years old, I was. I I kind of remember Mam being sick all the time. But in between that then we kind of went on a couple of family holidays as well. We went to Disneyland Paris. I remember I think Ryan might have been just born and he was a baby at the time. That was unreal. I remember meeting Goofy and Mickey in the hallways of our um, hotel. Like we must have been staying very close to to the hotel or to the Disneyland resort. Like, um, And that was unreal. I remember seeing the fireworks there. Um, but one of the biggest memories for me for from Disneyland Paris was like the shuttle buses that used to go to and from... Um, to and from the 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 actual the resort like, or the Disneyland Paris like to the hotel it, it was one of the buses you know with the kind of like springy bit in the middle you know it, it and it would like amazed me at the time like that a bus could be like almost cut in half and there was this springy or you know joining bit in the middle like um and that was funnily enough like out of all the things that we did in Disneyland Paris and meeting Goofy and Mickey and all these in our hotel that was one of the biggest things there was a couple of other things from that holiday as well and it would have been seeing lobsters in the tank 
seeing the lobsters in the tank in the restaurant i was like oh my god what the hell are these things doing here and it always reminded me of in the park where there was the fish tank behind one of the one of the seats and i just thought it was like that but i didn't realize that they were cooking the lobsters obviously and it was my first time seeing a croissant in the morning like and um for breakfast like eating a croissant and i just remember being disgusted like because obviously i used like my weetabix or maybe hot cornflakes or something and um yeah wasn't happy when i was seeing that for breakfast anyway um and i i remember actually going on i wasn't able to get on some of the rides because i was too small but i remember going on one ride i think it's called aerosmith and um we told my mother it was grand it was a grand easy easy um ride to go on and she came off it absolutely dying sick so that was kind of my memory of Disneyland Paris. I also remember going to some concert and I think my brother Decky went on stage or something singing. He probably fucking broke everyone's eardrums. He's not a very good singer. Um, yeah, and then we went to, I think the year that we were in my my communion year, I was about eight and we went to Salou and our cousins had been to Salou the year before and a good shot of our family was gone. There was about three or four of my mom's side kind of family of my cousin's families um, went um, but the year before my cousins had been there and you know in Salou you have Port Aventura like which is unreal but you also have Barcelona and New Camp so I was getting to see the Barcelona Stadium and I remember my big thing that year was I wanted to go to Port Aventura because our cousins had told us about all the, the, the cool rides at this team park and they obviously knew the measurements you had to be 140 centimeters to go on to the best ride in the in the in the park at the time the Dragon Can and I remember for months like just measuring myself up against the door making sure that like hoping 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 that I would be above one meter 40 centimeters for for to be able to get on this ride and um it, like I remember just standing up against the door and then one day in school we were measured just out of the blue the teacher measured us all up against um the door and I was one meter 42 god almighty that was like the best day of my life because I knew then I could go on on the ride um needless to say the ride was absolutely brilliant like the theme park was unreal i think that was that was probably like my favorite holiday that i've ever been on like even to date now i've been on a couple since where it's been like unreal but there was that kind of when you're that age and you go somewhere like that it's really magical like it, it was unbelievable like it just kind of lightens you up and you're just so excited you know there was butterflies in your stomach as you're entering into the park and you're seeing all so many people were mad happy like and you're going on these really fast rides and i was big enough to go on all the rides there you know there was a big massive one of these kind of drops and all this and it was absolutely unreal like so yeah we were and then we kind of like we actually based a lot of our family holidays around team parks then because we obviously liked them and with the, most of the team parks out in them countries that kind of have the adjoining water parks and we kind of like swimming as well so it wasn't like that was always a good one for us to go to these swimming swimming or the water parks as well I also remember that summer then we went to the new camp and that was massive because I loved Barcelona as well. I think Ronaldinho was playing for them at the time. So I got when I was in Salou, we bought like these kind of shitty jerseys and I got Ronaldinho on the back. And that was another kind of big thing for me. I loved collecting jerseys and stuff. The year later, we went to, I suppose it's probably a five or six or a seven. One of them kind of ones. We went to Italy and we went to Lake Garda. And that was that would have been a very good holiday, but my mother was pregnant with Katie, and I just remember her being sick all the time, and so we didn't we weren't able to do much because of man, 
Um, now we went to the team park, I'd say maybe once or twice, but that wasn't as good as Port Venture either, um, Gardaland. But it was all right. It, it did the job. But we were spoiled the year before with Port Venture, and it really stands out as the the kind of top one um, for childhood memories. Um, so yeah, that was that was kind of um, that was kind of like the the very kind of. Um, you know they were kind of like really good moments i remember and and when we were in holidays in salu like we had all our cousins with us and we'd go down to the pool every morning and i just remember you know everything feels unreal when you're that age and to be fair like you know when you're all you'd want then is to be just with your cousins or your brothers and just playing like and you don't have a care in the world i actually remember my father obviously wouldn't be the strongest swimmer in the world but i remember sitting on his back and in the pool and he was swimming underwater and i kept pushing his head down and i think i nearly drowned him but um yeah that was another thing because i remember him getting very angry um but yeah then in gardland and things are in lake garden next year like it was it was kind of dominated by my mother being sick with um the pregnancy sickness again in the mornings but um i wouldn't blacken its name like or anything and they they were kind of my um my strongest memories from when i was very young um i remember doing taekwondo as well and absolutely hated it just thought it was the most pointless thing ever and thought it was stupid it was one of these things that our parents made us do for a couple of years um i still wouldn't be the massive fan of taekwondo um you know i found these kind of patterns and things like that i'm not sure what they're for maybe that's just ignorance to the actual sport but i know ne- i never found a liking to it um what else excuse me um so then I suppose I was I, I went to school in um when I was eight or nine I suppose I went to school in the boys' school in Dunmanway. That was very good crack. You're with all your your lad friends and stuff like that. And I think maybe perhaps I might I might just leave it there. I think that's enough. That's a half an hour of kind of, you know, my my young childhood years, you know, and um I think that's a good that that's a good way to end. You know, I definitely like up until that point and, and beyond that point, but just up until that point, you know, like I've nothing but good memories. Like, you know, I remember being cheeky to my mother, you know, and I and I was quite a cheeky child within my family. If I knew someone well enough, especially my family, my mother, I remember, you know, telling her, you know, fuck off, you bitch under my breath. Quite cheekily, like, and, you know, being really angry, like, and I remember Decky was always more we- better behaved and. I remember always being like, you know, I kind of knew I was the bold one in the family, like, but I didn't mind. And I remember being told when I was very young, like, I remember um, people telling me, especially my uncles and stuff, they'd often say to me, geez, they were like, if you, if your front teeth survive you going out to Gatsby's by you, uh, you'll be doing yourself a good service. And sure, look, they're still there anyway at the moment. And how could you miss them? But, um, yeah, so I think I'm going to, I'm going to leave it there. That was um, my very, very formative years. I would say that's probably my my lot from maybe one to eight years old that's kind of one to eight years old and i think that's enough now that's that's about 32 34 minutes or not 32 what is it 32 30 yeah i think that's enough anyway so um everybody thanks for listening and again if you like it give it a like and share behind the music or behind the mic rather behind the fucking music behind the mic with david cotter find it on spotify see you later guys thank you